0: A new generation has emerged in the earth. A seed in the ground has been sprouting, yet all around everything looked dead. Like the ground has closed every crack that the fragile seedling requires to sprout, out of the unseen to the seen, out of the death stage with resurrection power. But when the Kairos moment is announced, not even the concrete pavement can stop that seedling from pushing through. The trumpet has sounded, and that sound has hit the core of the earth. A new generation has emerged. A generation prepared and released by the heavens. Feared and hated in hell, yet the world does not recognize, neither is it ready for us. A generation coming from the wilderness of the word, where we have learnt how to die to our carnal ambitions, and embrace the mandate of our Creator. A generation who have overcome the temptations that appeal to the lust of the eyes, lust of the flesh and pride of life. Our sword is soiled with the blood of our crucified flesh, and desires of the flesh. A generation that has gone through our valleys, and made a decision to join the remnant. A new generation alive in Christ has emerged. A generation whose natural appetite was long overtaken, by the spiritual appetite that declares. My food is to do the will of he who sent me and to finish his work. The king's food and wine is not what entices us, But we choose to eat that which proceeds from the mouth of God. In a world of varied options, we are the generation with a singular sight. We have locked eyes with Christ. The author and finisher of our faith. Men and women who have made a covenant with our eyes. A new generation fiercely committed to the word of God has emerged. A generation who know that our lives are worth the blood of the Lamb therefore we cannot be bought with any position, nor sold for any price. We have eaten of his flesh, and drank of his blood, therefore we can confidently say, it is not I who live but Christ in me the hope of glory. A generation that does not take lightly, the greatest event in human history, the cross. We know, it is because of the finished work of Christ on the cross, that we emerge in this season, to establish kingdom lifestyle in the earth. A new generation birthed on the cross has emerged. A generation with the Issachar dimension is here, we know what Kairos we are in, and what we ought to do. The heavenly assignment is all we are here for, to become the interface between heaven and the earth. Downloading all that heaven wants installed on the earth. Heaven looked down for a man who would stand in the gap for the nations, and this generation, in one voice answered. We are here. And are willing to be misunderstood for our faith, rejected for our boldness and courage, and persecuted for holding on to the word. For the joy set before us, we are willing to be identified with Christ. A new fearless generation has emerged. We might not be perfect. Our past might try to haunt us. The enemy will try to stop us using any available vessel, but, like a pilot about to take off, we are announcing, we are committed, No turning back. From the north, south, east and west, behold, a new generation, who will bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. A new generation has emerged, backed by the heavenly host, with a trumpet sounding. Let God arise and all his enemies be scattered. A new generation that has no color, no race, no gender and no status has emerged. The Ecclesia has emerged. We are the Cyrus community.
1: And welcome to the Cyrus community. This is Business Unusual. In our last conversation, we really emphasized on the scriptures that says that guard your heart with all diligence for out of it comes the issues of life. Now we said that the heart you do not guard when it is empty. There must be something that is inside of that heart that you're guarding. And we said it is a prophetic word that God has given you. You've seen the pictures. Those pictures have landed in your heart. And there's no one who can take them out of there. Because that is what is supposed to become the reality of your life. Now, if if we are talking about the heart, guard the heart. This means if the heart is so extremely instrumental and key to the outcomes of our lives, we have to ask from a biblical perspective then. What is the heart? Because I'm sure we're not talking about the pump. Mm -hmm. We're not talking about the (laughs) pump. If we can have a working understanding, then and only then can some scriptures become clear. We start with our scripture today, Proverbs 3, 5 to 6. That's our starting scripture. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. All right. Mm -hmm.
2: So there is a a thing called trusting with all your heart.
1: Okay.
2: Then it says that if you do that, then do not lean on your own understanding. Yes. That tells you that there's a conflict Mm -hmm. between your understanding and trusting the Lord. Yes. Because if I tell you, trust Him with all your heart, then I tell you, do not lean on your understanding. Mm -hmm. It means your understanding needs to be questioned.
1: Yes. Okay.
2: It's in conflict. But if I acknowledge him, meaning if I shift from my understanding, then he'll direct my ways. Mm. And if God directs your ways, you're guaranteed. And of course, you're saying to begin with, let yes. us distinguish yes. the
1: heart from the soul
2: uh-huh.
1: and the mind. Because <laughs> even though they overlap seamlessly yes. and work in harmony, yes. there is a distinction. And if we yeah. do not understand that, yeah. we'll keep hearing scriptures that talk about God, your heart. Yes. And then love the Lord with your mind yes. and your heart. And you're yes. like, okay, wait. Yep.
2: And I think distinguish here, here it's very important. You see, the Bible works in some complex trees as we call them. Mm-hmm. Because there's there's another three that talks about the body, the soul, and the mind. Yes, the spirit. Yeah, and the spirit. Yes. That's another three. Mm-hmm. But this one is heart, soul, mind. You know the funny thing about all three mm-hmm. in biblical context, they are invisible. Say that again. <laughs> Let's start there. <laughs> the, heart? the heart, the soul, and the mind—all mm-hmm. of them are in what you call the invisible realm. Okay. None of them is external, yet it's saying that they are distinct. Mm. So these three—they're
1: in, they're in the invisible realm, in yes. the sense of you cannot come and say, "I'm looking at your mind now, and I can yes. tell what." But these three, yes. from the invisible, yes. control our visible. They affect. Everything. Everything they affect what we do, yes. how we think, how we walk,
2: how we live, how we reason. Exactly. Okay. And actually, there, there there's another. The, the other writers add a statement called strength, which means now outcome. Mm. Outcome of these three. Yes. But for how do we even know that they are not the same thing? Because sadly, if you if you if you study psychiatrists, psychology, some biblical scholars, the mixtures, mm-hmm. sometimes they interchange the heart and the mind. They yes. interchange the, 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 soul. The, the soul and the heart. Which one is the spirit? Okay. You see listen guys, we are not going to try and be mathematical here. Yes. We are saying something you said earlier. They overlap seamlessly and that's important. Mm. It means there's no point, your, your, your heart, soul and mind don't work in isolation. Mm.
1: They actually work in harmony.
2: Yeah, there's no time but the heart is working alone and the soul and the mind are asleep. Mm. Or mm-hmm. the soul is now taking its own journey, mm. it's running. Or the mind is running. Yes. There's an interconnection, it's like a Venn diagram. And that tells me
1: if they th- the three of them work in harmony, yes, there's no way one can be dwelling yes. in Babylon, uh-huh. meaning it's, in, it's been guided by ba- Babylonian mentality, exactly. the other one by kingdom, yes. and that is where you're like, okay, wait, I'm praying, I'm doing uh-huh. these, but things are not happening. Yes. Because we are saying they work in harmony. Right. If you think Babylon, they all work Babylonian yes. Babylonian mentality. And, and here's the thing. If you
2: think kingdom, yes. they all work kingdom. Yes, that's how we are supposed to function. Mm-hmm. Now, what you've described yes. is how we normally live. <laughs> the dichotomy. When we yes. say somebody is broken, mm. You're what do we saying, mean? Yeah? We mean that these three dynamics are not flowing with each other. They are in conflict with each other. That's a good word. Conflict. Yes. Instead they of harmony, fighting. they are in conflict. So if if the
1: world is saying yes. things are not working, yes. but the kingdom is saying, listen, they are working if you can change your gaze. There you go. There is a conflict. There is a conflict. And like we keep saying, yes. that's what we call spiritual so, warfare. Yeah.
2: So, so before we even determine we have to find scripture that makes them distinct. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we can say, oh, it's just another word for. Yes. That's why some people say, oh, the, the mind is just another word for the heart. The heart is just another mind word for the mind. And, and, and uh, psychologists want to divide us now into two. And say you're conscious and you're subconscious. Mm-hmm. So this is what we need to look at. So how do we even know that they are different? Mm-hmm. Even though we say they are connected. And we have to look at scripture for this. Okay. All right. Matthew twenty two thirty seven. Jesus said to him, you shall
1: love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your
2: mind. Now you see, for Jesus to make that distinction yes. means that there is a distinction. <laughs> with all your huh? heart, all your soul, soul, all your mind. Mind, and that means all three are capable of loving.
1: Mm. So you can love God. You must love God with all your heart, uh-huh. with all your soul, and uh-huh. with all your mind, uh-huh. for you to say, "I truly love God."
2: Thank you. Mm. See, that tells you that if the conflict is when one part of you loves mm. God mm. and the other does not.
1: That's a conflict. That is conflict. Mm. Major conflict. And that is where you have a life that will not
2: accomplish anything yes. because you're not in harmony. Exactly. Your own life is not in yes. harmony. And let me say that the term love here is not emotional. Mm. The term love here is better translated trust. Fully depend. Mm. Now, think of that scripture differently. Okay. You must Trust and fully depend on God with all, all your, your heart, mm, all your soul, all your mind.
1: You must fully trust Just and, and depend. depend. So your heart must trust and depend. Exactly. Your soul must love Just, and trust and, and depend. depend. Your yes. mind Guys, this is a principle. You can read this too in uh, Mark twelve, yes. Thirty,
2: yeah. Luke ten twenty seven, talking about conversation. the same thing. Yes, yeah? yeah. Now, in the simplest form, and listen, we're talking about very complex things. Mm. This particular conversation is not about breaking down what those things are. Okay. But to get a working, simple understanding on the most basic level, what each of them stand for, mm. it will help us now focus on why the Bible pushes so much agenda on your heart. Alright? So in the simplest form that everyone can understand, even though we are saying they are incredibly complex, yes. God designed them to work in harmony. So what we're going to do is give you a simple explanation of what each generally represents, but like I said, because they, they intertwine. Sometimes when you're functioning from one dynamic, you're also bringing in the other dynamic, so it's very easy to have an overflow and assume the other dynamic is running it. Fine. So do you all want right? us to break down like what is yes. the
1: heart? Yeah. As much as we're not going into depth. Yes. Basic. Yes. What is the heart?
2: Okay. First of all, let's agree the heart is the most powerful. Okay. Of the three. Of the three. Okay. We are so talking if about there was a the master. Yes. The mind and the soul. Yes. The heart is the most powerful. Exactly. So yes. it means that if it was a democracy, the heart carries the majority vote. <laughs> so no matter what the other two are focusing on, yeah? what the heart settles on becomes the outcome. Mm. That's the first thing to understand. Okay. The heart is the most powerful, powerful of the three. It could almost be a master. Why? Mm. Because the heart was designed to hear God mm. and to interpret accurately and give shape and life to the material realm. Mm. Therefore, before God does anything, he would place it in the heart. That that was the original design. Okay. So the heart would then transmit it. Mm to The soul, so wait, 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 wait. The heart
1: is the medium through which you hear God, exactly. Okay, exactly. the soul, the mind will not be able to translate, yes. it is the heart that hears yes. God. Now, if you're saying this voice of God can be heard in the heart, yes, is that why the enemy attacked Always. so that your heart yes. can lose the ability to hear and interpret God, exactly? Yeah, I mean,
2: it's funny that the Bible actually says, God, your heart, mm-hmm. yet you have a soul and a mind, yes, why? Because in the heart. Is the final point when God gave us authority, mm-hmm. gave us power. Yes, the the, the the inter interface that He created mm. for us to interact with Him was in our heart. Mm. Okay. So God is supposed to speak to us in our heart. That's why the Bible says God set sought a man after his own heart. That's where the issue lies. Mm. Okay? So anything that is formed in the heart, listen carefully. Okay. Anything formed in the heart will be very likely. To be eventually produced in the material world mm. so you can say the heart is really the master of the other two mm. okay so on a basic level what we find in the heart there's much more but on a basic overview okay it's where we find faith we find the will we find our desires and our emotions mm. interesting think about it i know you can think that the emotions are in your soul but really I'm, I'm, I'm careful to mix feelings and emotions. Mm. Again, it looks like they're the same Feelings way. and emotions. Yes. So wait, before we go on, is the heart the same as the spirit? The heart is definitely the window of the spirit. Right? The
1: window of the spirit. Let's
2: say the heart can interpret mm. the spirit yes. and translate
1: it to the natural. Mm. So what I'm asking is, when God says, let's create man in our own image, yes. you know he did not create a physical Being. Exactly. He created spiritual being. Yes. That spiritual being had the ability to hear God. Exactly. The fall of man is where that spiritual being was unable to now hear and interpret. That is why when you talk about hearing and interpreting or accurately interpreting, it means that when God says, Where are you, Adam? Adam says, I heard your voice. Yes. I was afraid. Look at the misinterpretation exactly. of the question that God asked. Yes. So the heart, the the human being now became this person mm-hmm. who cannot accurately uh, interpret
2: God. That's it. So the heart yes. is the window through which we hear God, yes. God in the spiritual. It's our realm. ability. The heart is so unique that when the heart hears from God, it sees. Mm. Okay. <laughs> when the heart hears from God, it sees. Mm. Mm. When you say my heart is filled with something, it's yes. real. Mm. It's tangible. And that thing needs expression. Mm. All right? So so that's where faith is. When you say we have faith, what is faith? Mm. Faith is when what God has shown me has settled in my heart.
1: Mm -hmm. So when you talk about faith, and my heart is not awakened, it's not alert, it's not in the spirit. Yeah. My heart is not yes. working, if I may say exactly. that. Exactly. So, if I now say, you need faith to yeah. hear God and to do what God is telling you, yes. now you go into your mind and you'll see the mind later, yes. and you're trying not to
2: activate faith. Exactly. It doesn't work. The mind was not designed for faith. Mm. Neither was the soul designed for faith. It's the heart. The heart is the only place where faith can reside. Mm. Mm. All right? Unfortunately, it's also the place where fear can reside. Mm. It's also the place where unbelief can reside. Mm. All those are forces that determine our destiny. And that's why you've been told, guard your heart. Yes. Because if unbelief settles there, that's it. that will
1: become your that life. That is a squatter. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it is illegal, but yes. it has residence.
1: And it is manifesting in your life. Thank you. And you're looking at your life and wondering, okay, listen, my life is not as it is supposed to be. Uh-huh. So my heart is the problem question. Yes. How do I go back now into my heart and now change what is there? Exactly. Because right now we are saying, look at your life. Look at the manifestations in your life. What you have today, is it what you'd want to have? Mm -hmm. It means that what is in your heart is what needs to change. Not your activities. There are many people who are saying, you know what, my life is like this. I need to change what I do. I need to change where I go. I need Mm. to change
2: how I talk. No, Uh you need to change what is in your heart. There you go. Yes. So, like we said, we are touching surface to give us a working Mm skeleton, so to speak.
1: So, tell us about the
2: soul. Now, the soul (laughs) is what I call the realm of reasoning. Mm. That tells you something dangerous okay. The heart does not reason
1: mm.
2: It believes what your soul has reasoned
1: Guys it has Wait wait wait, wait. <laughs> well, By the time we finish those, these three People will now understand yes. When the Bible talks about the power of
2: words yes,
1: Because your heart now uh, Believes yes. what has come into your exactly. soul Exactly
2: your soul Is where there is reasoning okay. where, where you weigh things mm. Your soul is also where you keep memory mm-hmm. That is why you are told forgive that is data in the soul. Mm. Mm. Mentality. This is who I am. This is how I do things. That is the soul realm. Okay. Abilities. What are your, your gifts are expressed via your soul. Your skills are recorded in your soul. Mm. That's where they operate from. Okay. Your reasoning. Your character is found in your soul. That is your way of life. That is why whenever we describe a person, we're usually describing the soul expression we've seen of you.
1: So when you say this person, the character of this person is like this, yeah. the personality we are yes. describing, the soul, this is how it yes. has expressed who you that
2: are, is the soul this dimension. is a happy
1: person. Yeah. This one is kind of yes. weird.
2: It's annoying. <laughs> that's your soul we are describing.
1: That's your soul. Yeah. Okay. That's why sometimes we say yeah.
2: that this guy is a very weird personality, but, but he has a
1: good heart. Okay. <laughs> you are unable to... Yeah.
2: You can't reconcile the two. Okay. <laughs> And however, we say that no matter what it tells you, deep down, what do we mean by deep Mm. down? That's a heart. Yes. All
1: right? So So the soul is the place of reasoning. Yes. It's place where you keep memory. Exactly. It's a place of mentality. So when he's talking about change your mentality, we are simply saying, there's what you've stored. There's a data in your soul that needs to be accessed.
2: And suddenly the the, the soul can be shaped by nature or nature. Mm. Please explain. In other words, your environment can shape your soul. Your okay. experiences can shape your soul. Mm-hmm. The reason you say, I don't trust people.
1: That's natural. There changing.
2: is data collected in your soul mm. that is telling you, you can't. All right? Mm. Now, that data, sometimes what you call a stronghold, is when the data has been shifted to the heart. Mm. So,
1: we are saying the remember we are talking about the soul is the, uh, the yes. realm of reasoning. Yes. So, you've reasoned this data, mm-hmm. this nature. Yes. When you believe it, yep. you are convinced yes. it settles in your heart. Yeah, yeah. And you hear somebody say, listen, I don't trust men. Yes, I just don't trust women. And you're yes. like, okay, listen, you're talking so much conviction. Exactly. Yes, because it's not your, in your mind, yeah. it's not in your soul, it's now in your heart. Yeah. I just can't prosper. Guys, you don't understand where I live. Yes. Things don't work. Yes, With conviction,
2: why? It, it's in your heart. If you want to know something has reached your heart, yeah? is when <laughs> I query you on a position you have and you can't give me a proper explanation, mm. but you're still convinced on the position. Okay, let's look at that. <laughs> Talk about somebody who says they can never prosper. Yes. Business cannot work. Yeah, they tell you, listen, nothing works mm. here. Mm. I say, okay, you're telling me nothing works. Yes. How do you know? No, things mm. don't work. I've seen. Have you tried? Mm. Have you experienced, did you ever think maybe what you tried was a mistake? You see, there's no more reasoning. Mm. There's an acceptance of an unprovable thing. Because when you're saying that to me, mm. I can find people in your immediate vicinity yes. that are doing great. <laughs> that are prospering. Yeah. So if I, if I push that agenda on you, you will adjust. You will say it is because they are. Mm in other words you are guarding your heart
1: oh and now you're saying the reason
2: they are prospering and
1: i'm not is it because, because they, you're giving an excuse because you're guarding your heart it's like i have this belief i'm not going to let go yeah. so you're guarding your heart yes now if you tell this person are you saying for you to prosper you have to relocate yes there's a statement you always
2: make that a, a lizard is a lizard whether it is in china or in Japan or in Africa. Uh, the only difference uh, is whether weather can increase its size. Okay. <laughs> There's a place if you take a lizard, it will grow faster.
1: So there are some people who think, because I'm a lizard here, yes. if I, I change, relocate, Location. I'll become an alligator. You're saying it will not happen. Yes.
2: The only time when, when a geographical change makes a difference mm. is when the lizard in the... Let's take an environment where a lizard cannot thrive well. In Alaska okay discovers that it is an Amazon lizard it's in the wrong place exactly okay. only then can you thrive by changing and location. only
1: the word can reveal to you exactly that you are a lizard in Alaska yes. and you need to relocate to your original exactly. the place where you were taken from only the word can even reveal that place because there there's some go. lizards in Alaska yeah and they're okay Yes, things don't work here yeah. I mean they, they, that's their language mm. they accept yes. this is who I am yeah so
2: if people wait, met wait, you,
1: wait, when you say lizard, are we talking about people?
2: I <laughs> so am just saying that so that nobody takes offense. So it's easier to say lizard. That's why i You're in
1: Alaska and you're saying things are not working. Yeah, yeah. So there are people who could be in Alaska, they're supposed to relocate because yes. they
2: they're not they were never meant to yes. be there anyway. If they think it's the location that's a the problem, <laughs> then we have a problem. Okay. But if they realise my skills and abilities mm. do not fit in this location, mm. then they can relocate. And only the word can show you that my yes. friend, you're not supposed
1: to be thriving here. Yeah. If you take a palm tree to a where? Is it to desert? the Eskimos. Eskimos, yeah. it will not thrive. So, it has to say, wait a minute, my weather, this is not the weather that I thrive. Now, that kind of a person is different yes. from somebody who just, whenever you take them, no matter they get what. new
2: excuses of yeah. why things don't work. Yes.
1: Let's talk about there the mind. Know.
2: Now, the mind is the, what you call the realm of awareness. Okay. Okay? This is where you collect data. Information. And as you collect data and information, you begin to generate thoughts. Mm-hmm. You begin to generate perceptions. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, remember... The mind simply collects, over time it may analyze, but let me tell you, the minute you start to analyze, you've moved to the soul realm.
1: Okay, so you've collected
2: data. Yes, because analysis is looking for meaning. Mm. So data is just data. Okay. The minute you get that data into your mind, you begin to analyze it, meaning you need to connect it to other knowledge for it to make sense. So it depends on what other knowledge you had anyway. Yes. All right? Okay. Then, once that happens, it begins to form your perceptions. Mm. Meaning, that's how you see things, or that's what you think things are. Once you've reached that place now of beginning to make those connections mm-hmm. and connecting those dots, you've entered this whole realm. Mm. And You're heading first towards you need belief. to go back and yes. say,
1: because I'm noticing here, okay, something of importance yes. to note. Yeah. The order in which scripture places <sighs> them. <sighs> because we always say that every time you see a, a statement in the Bible, yes. God did not just talk. Yes. There is order. He's revealing yeah. to you the order of operation. Thank you. So notice we started by saying that there is the heart. The soul and then the mind. Yeah. Now, let's talk about the
2: order of how they were placed. If, if in fact, to me, the order mm-hmm. is the most important part of this conversation. Okay. So this is where we This say, is where we now actually are what, beginning. This is where we, are going. we were going. We are going here. <laughs> okay. Because notice Jesus says, Love the Lord your God with all your heart, heart then your soul, then, then your, your mind. mind. Yes. So the hierarchy is it begins with what? In the heart. Mm-hmm. Before it goes... To the soul, okay. then the mind. The problem is when man fell, we reversed the hmm. order. Hmm. And our order is usually mind, then soul, then heart. Hmm. So what do we say? I see and hear. Okay. I think about it. I meditate on it. It settles my heart. Mm. Now, the problem is this okay. is that because this way we are now governed by the environment we live in. Mm-hmm. Instead of governing the environment we live in, all right, listen carefully. Adam, God does not introduce him to animals. Okay. <laughs> God speaks to Adam, brings Adam to the animals, Adam names the animals. Mm. So the information did start outside, mm. the information started inside okay so whenever god speaks to us he speaks to us in our heart but we are trying to hear him in our mind. mind okay
1: here's the problem now okay let me let me put that you tell me if i put it this way yes we hear him he's supposed to be speaking to us in the spirit mm-hmm. but us we mm-hmm. are trying to interpret yes him in the mind exactly. interpret so it's like when you hear something in the spirit, yes. you take it to the mind to say, wait, what was God saying? Because exactly. God did not consider where I live. Uh-huh. God did not consider that I don't have money right there now. You go. God did not, you take it to the mind. And the there minute you, you, you take the word of God to the mind first, instead of uh, interpreting it in the heart, mm-hmm. you're already losing the power. There you go. Yeah.
2: Now this is the problem. Mm-hmm. When man fell, we inverted. Okay. The minute we inverted, we now start with information. Now, God... Had to start working with us at our full level. Mm. So, what does God do now? He sends us a word Mm -hmm. because where are we sitting in? Yes, in the natural, the windows of the mind, Mm. the eyes, the ears. Yes, which is not where God started. Okay, but Jesus says, The words I speak to you, Mm. they are what they are spirit, meaning they're not meant to be understood by your mind. Yes, you're supposed to hear them from your heart. Mm. Now after man is now redeemed, we now have a problem because now we are dual. Mm. Yes. When you're born again in the spirit of God, you now have a duality. Mm. You can both hear from the mind. Yes. And you can hear from the heart. Because when man fell, he started
1: now interpreting life from the mind you. When you get born again, now you're being redeemed from that place. Now the war you have is to stop hearing from the mind and start exactly. hearing from the heart. Now when you're talking about duality, is where yes. people get stuck on how to transition from hearing from mm-hmm. the mind yes. to hearing from the heart. Yes. Why? Because that's where you're coming uh-huh. from. So every time you hear from God, the first, the easiest route yes. is to run to the mind. Exactly. To find
2: out what, what is In God In other God words, you, you want to rationalize God first. Yes. Then in other words, you've changed the order of life. Mm. So God speaks, and you say, God, okay, we find Wait, you. wait, yes. Now let me work out what you're saying and how it fits into my space. Okay. So I begin to see if what God is saying makes sense. Mm. Problem.
1: <laughs> that statement that we use, that, does it make sense? Huh? God does not live on the five senses. Huh? He doesn't. Actually, when God speaks, he interrupts or disrupts
2: the five senses. Because the five senses are stimulated by an external environment. Mm.
1: Yeah.
2: We were not given the five senses to interpret the world. Yes, We were given the five senses to govern the world. Say that again. <laughs> I've heard the word from God. Yes. Mm-hmm. Once I hear in my spirit yes. and I meditate and I understand my placement in it, I now use the faculty of sight, Mm. of hearing, of speech, of touch to create what God gave me. Mm
1: -hmm. So when I talk about the faculty of sight, I'm simply saying I'm not looking at what is happening out for me to go to God. No, 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 I've already heard from God. Therefore, when I see, I'm
2: supposed to change with my speech. Thank you. And the kingdom of Uh, God is advancing. Thank you. This is our problem. And that's why there are scriptures that until you understand this structure that... The writers of the New Testament fully understood this. And every time they spoke, Mm -hmm. we struggled with what they said because they were speaking from this dynamic. Yes. From the position that a proceeding word does not head to your mind. Mm. (laughs) Guys. That's why we ask you a silly question at the end of every Every conversation. conversation. What have you heard? Mm. Obviously, you are listening.
1: But what we have we heard, not what have we said. Thank you. There are many things we have said. Now, out of everything we have said, what have you heard? Now, what we are asking you is not what you had in your mind. Nope. What is it that your heart has captured? That is it. Has the word we have spoken made your heart become alive and mm. able mm. to hear from God? That's it. And that's why Jesus used to tell them, let those who have ears
2: yeah. hear. He spoken.
1: He was not talking about yes. this. There's a hearing he's asking. Yeah. Is there something you have heard? I love what you just said here. Now, let's go back to that. Mm. The five senses. Yes. Because every time we talk, you're like, you know what? I I got a spiritual word, but it's not making sense. You're like, okay, guys,
2: those two words cannot go together. Spiritual and sense. Those two can't live in the same space. Yeah. So this is the idea. Listen, it's not supposed to make sense. Mm. You're supposed to use your sense to Mm. make it happen. Mm
1: -hmm. You're supposed to speak. Yes. You're supposed to touch. Exactly. You're supposed to see. When you hear something, you're saying, listen, when I hear this, does it echo what I heard from God? So if I hear different, I'm supposed to go back and say, what I heard from God? I want to I want the environment to yes. echo that. Exactly. That's why you have ears. So yeah. the five senses are not yeah. supposed to um control the word of God. No.
2: No, the word it's of God supposed is Supposed to, to... align with <laughs> the word of God. The five senses. So what God does, that's why the the what Paul would say, I pray that the eyes of your understanding are opened. Are you blind? Mm. You're blind. Mm. The way you see things with your physical eyes is. lies to you. Lies to you. Because you're seeing something shaped by an enemy who wants the things to work in in inverse proportion. Mm. That's why people would say strange things like, there is no God. Okay? Okay. Of course, if you look with your eyes, will you see him? They ask you, have you seen him? Have you had those debates?
1: So one person is talking from
2: the immediate,
1: you are answering from the spirit, these two people cannot have a uh, conversation. Yes. Because whatever they are asking you, have you seen him? Yeah. You are like, yes. Exactly. I'm like, okay, where, how, have you touched him? Yes, but we are talking about two different realms. There you go. Where are you answering your questions from? And why are you engaging somebody who is trapped in the immediate? This person can never see
2: what you're saying. Let me tell you. Never. How can you win a debate with a blind man on something, you see? Mm. Mm. Explain to me, how are you going to win a debate? Because no matter what terminology you use, hmm. it doesn't fit their language. They cannot form pictures of what you're trying to say. Those pictures
1: can't. And that is why we say if you're in the kingdom of God, you do not have conversations or debates hmm. with people who don't believe there is God or not. You be God. Be the hands of
2: God. Remember what uh, Moses was told, hmm? you will be God. Yeah. To Pharaoh. You just function. Just function. God didn't send you into debates. Yes. <laughs> God didn't send you to come to come and prove him. listen, God knows he exists. <laughs> That's <laughs> settled that matter.
1: Okay, wait. <laughs> he's also not listening to your debate <laughs> no. to, to,
2: to, to, to to determine do, I exist or do not? he exist. Why is that debate even going on? God exists. Yeah. God is there, he's tangible, he's real. The debate on when he does or doesn't they exist is below and beneath
1: you. <laughs> so You're, guys, you know what we are saying, simply saying Yes. five senses. Sometimes we say that. Do not use your five senses to interpret God. <laughs> now, this person who is blind to the things of God will be like, okay, listen, that's what we call brainwashing. Yeah. No, it's not. It is called two realms of operations, yes. two realms of existence, yep. two realms of
2: realities, and realities. Realities where you're in one, I'm in the other. Yes. I don't think we can talk. Let me tell you, you know, we, we, we often like saying this, that, that there are three realms of knowledge, just knowledge. The things that you know, that you know. Yes. In other words, things you've touched, things you've handled, Mm -hmm. things you have uh, interacted with. Yes. So those ones you know, that you know. Mm -hmm. But there are things that you know, that you don't know. Okay. Please notice the second round. Yes. For example, I know that I don't know how to fly a plane. Okay. It's a level of knowledge. I know. But it's another level. There are things that I don't know, that I don't know. And that's where the largest data
1: lies. And that is the one place people are ignorant because they always judge life with what they know that they know. Yes. So when you come and say something that they don't know that they di- they don't know that they didn't know. Yes. They are like, okay, stop. That does not exist. You are like, listen. What you don't know that you don't know is the largest. Is yes. the most. Now, foolishness. <laughs> foolishness. foolishness
2: is to interact with something from the realm that you didn't know that you didn't know mm. and decide it doesn't exist because you didn't know.
1: Hmm. Yeah, that is ignorance.
2: That's now proper ignorance. Yeah. I'll give a very simple example the other day. I didn't even tell, I was looking at an article, mm-hmm. and I see a photo of an individual in the 1600s. And they say, this is an Ethiopian Luo. Now, Out there, you have no clue what I've just said, so let me make it interesting for you. Mm -hmm. It's like being told this is a Chinese, no, this is a a Chinese Maori. Mm, Yes. Okay. Now, those two things in my vocabulary don't make sense because my my, my family comes from a tribe called the Luos. And as far as I know, all Luos are from East Africa, Kenya. Maximum Tanzania. Okay. There is, and, and the idea of an Ethiopian—we're talking about an entirely different mm-hmm, mm-hmm. grouping of people—that yes. I would never have thought. Have yeah. thought. So my first reaction would have been, would have been, so why is somebody trying to be funny? Mm. I didn't. I decided let me check if there is such a thing. Mm. I was shocked that there is a Luo tribe in Ethiopia. Mm. And they are on record. There are over forty-five thousand of them. So, you, and they are Ethiopians. What you
1: don't know—that I don't know. So when it is revealed, that is why it's important. <laughs> we always say, keep researching. It's yes. always good to read, to watch, yes. to. It's always good to go to the National Geographic. You normally see things, you're like, okay, listen, I didn't know that existed. But now I know, and yes. it is interesting. Yes. And it has expanded my knowledge. Yes. Alright?
2: So what so, you don't yes, know that, that you, you don't, don't know. know. Now, imagine, this is a natural, historical fact, that I did not know that I did not know. Okay. Imagine how much more we do not know that we don't know about God. Hmm. But we want to argue with it. Yes. you want to argue with that. Yes.
1: I think for me, what I'm getting with this particular conversation we've had here, uh-huh. is... God is in a realm that Mm. if we do not release ourselves from the immediate, we will never hear him. Now, we cannot capture God and say, listen, I'm calling you from the unseen (laughs) to the seen so that I can understand you. Neither, we know, there's also another statement we make. Of course, we know when people say common sense is no longer common, Mm. what are we simply saying? That yes, God gave you the senses, the five senses, so that you can govern yeah. The earth, not yes. be governed. Exactly. So when you talk about the senses and say, listen, I have heard a word from God, it does not uh, mean yeah. you will not use your senses. No, you will. Because many people now, when they come to church, it's like, senses are left outside. Nope. But senses are not supposed to govern the kingdom. Yes. The kingdom is supposed govern to govern the govern senses. The senses.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's sad that the same five senses that we were supposed to use to govern the earth are the same ones same ones that the earth uses to govern us. Mm. Yep. We are afraid of everything. Yes. When we should be governing everything. Mm. Using the same that's what, when an inverse thing happens. Yes. That is the result of the fall. So that is the result of the fall. Yes.
1: So when you say now, let's talk about the ears. Yes. My ears can hear something. Yes. What do I interpret what I've heard? Yes. Does it come as fear? Does it come th- when you hear something and it causes fear? It means now you you are actually working from the reverse. Exactly. You're not supposed to be hearing yes. and interpreting. You're supposed to be interpreting and speaking yes. to change out there. Exactly. So when I have fear, it means my ears need to be redeemed.
2: Absolutely. Yeah. And you know why? Mm-hmm. Because every word that you hear has a source. Hmm. Let's start there. Yes. Every word you hear. Yeah. Has has a source source and an intent. Behind every word you hear, there is a spirit. Hmm. Whether you like it or not. not. (laughs) It might be an overt spirit, but it's there. It simply means the words are intentions. The intentions is where the power lies. Hmm. Okay. Hmm. So when Jesus said, the words I speak to you, they are spirit. He's telling you all words you hear a spirit. Mm. But he's a spirit and life. Life. Explain that please. Because that is powerful. Yeah. That's a powerful scripture. The words I speak to you, they are spirit and life. Meaning, if you access the spirit behind my word, Mm. you will have life, value, growth. Everything will work. But there is another voice Mm. which if you hear behind the words is death. Mm. So if you listen to that spirit, That voice, it will bring you disaster. So these
1: other words are also spirit. They are also spirit. But they bring death. Exactly. That's what we see with Adam when he listens to this voice, which now God said, if you listen to this, you you shall surely die. Yes. So these words bring death. Jesus says, my words are spirit, Uh but that spirit ends up giving you life. life. So that's where we always say seller. Life. Are you experiencing the life of God? And the life of God is always in expansion, yep. in increase. Yes. There's always increase in everything concerning you. Mm. Of course, in the church mentality, when I say there's increase, the first thing is money. So we will have <laughs> yeah. money. You mean when that's you hear? Two. No, listen, that too. Yes. But when you talk about increase, yeah. we are talking about an increase in every area of your life. You when go. you
2: hear the words of God that are spirit and they there are you. life. There's a place I'd say, if you've not listened to it, Please go and listen. If you haven't, if you have, go back. The, mm-hmm. When we spoke about the process of impartation, mm. basically what we are saying is this. If you've been receiving proceeding word, don't debate the word. Look at the life produced. Mm. That's what impartation is. Yes. The life produced tells you if the word you've been listening to is spirit. And life. And life. Mm-hmm. Or if it is death. Because mm. the same word can carry death. Mm. Depending on the spirit behind the word. Listen, you can preach scripture and release death. Mm. Because it's oh. not the scripture that is the issue. Yes, It is the spirit with which that word is released. Mm. Alright, right. so we are talking
1: about the heart, yes. the soul, and, and the, the mind. mind. And you are saying that after the fall of man, yep. man started operating from the mind to yes. the soul and yes. the heart. The yes. heart becomes the last part.
2: Yes. Now, from there. Now, <laughs> I want us to look at a scripture yes. that before this, you may have heard and interpreted differently. But with this understanding now may totally open up a completely different dynamic for you. And that is 1 Corinthians 2, verse 9 and 10.
1: But as it is written, Eye has not seen, nor ear heard, nor have it entered into the heart of man, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. But God has revealed them to us through his spirit, for the spirit searches all things, yes, the deep things think. of God. So,
2: think about this. I has not seen, yeah. he has not heard, neither has it entered the, heart, the heart, of heart of man, what God has prepared for those who love him. Mm. So, God has prepared past tense, okay? Something. Yes. Okay? That thing has not entered, no eye has seen it, No meaning has it had. cannot come from an external source, okay. no ear he has heard, meaning it is not information you will gather easily, mm-hmm. neither is it in your current state of heart. Mm. But God okay, has already...
1: Wait, wait, wait. wait. <laughs> Go back to the issue of the heart. Yeah. Neither has it entered. Entered. Mm.
2: In your current state of heart, it doesn't exist. exist. Mm. Now we have a problem. We have a problem because God has... Prepared. prepared something for all those who love him, those who trust in him. He's got something amazing. Yes. But that thing he has, mm-hmm. it's almost like this is a bad scripture mm. because it's telling you. Where well, is God no, keeping this thing? No, I have seen it. And remember, we are supposed
1: to talk about the I seen something from fi- pictures in yes. me. No, ear he has had it. It's it not in my heart. I cannot Thank even you. go into my heart, dig it out. Thank you.
2: Okay. Now, if we left it there, I would be frustrated. Yes. But verse ten gives it. But I said, but God has revealed it. Mm. To us through his spirit. God has revealed it to us through his spirit. spirit not through sight. Not through not through hearing. hearing. Through his spirit. Hmm. For the spirit such as the, all things. Yes, the deep things of God. If you go on to read this scripture, it talks about a very strange statement. It says, For who knows the spirit of God except God, and who knows the spirit of man except man. Meaning, the connection point where this information is exchanged. The spirit. (laughs) Alright? So God reveals it where? In the spirit. So whenever we say something was revealed in the spirit, Hmm. we mean it was activated in the heart. There's a strange scripture Jesus mentions in John, he says, for out of your belly. Hmm. The term belly. Is your innermost part or your heart flow the issues Rivers of life. life. All right? So, now, let's take this slowly. So God has deep things. Yes. Things that he has for us. He reveals it, but the only place you can find it is where? In the spirit. Now, his spirit, Romans tells us, witnesses with our spirit saying, Abba, Father." Father. Where does that interaction happen? In the spirit. That position is called the heart where the soul is. can I ask a question here? Yes. Now, does this
1: answer any of you watching who comes and asks us, now, how did you hear that we're in the season to experience power to create wealth? How uh-huh. did you hear, go to Botswana? How did you hear, come back to Kenya? How did you hear, set a table in the city? Yes. How did you hear? Mm-hmm. Now, you understand that you cannot hear this in the mind. Never. So, sometimes, it's like you're asking somebody in, in, let's say, Chinese, mm. and you do not understand Chinese, and you're telling this person, explain to me in Chinese how this thing is done. And the Thank person, you. no matter how much Chinese they speak, you will know they are saying something, but you cannot interpret it. Because no matter how much we tell you, oh, now, in the spirit... God speaks to man, you're like, okay, listen, I'm hearing you from the mind. So mm. it doesn't make sense to me. Uh-huh. And that's why sometimes you can get frustrated when you hear like, okay, God, you're now guys starting to tell me about the spirit. Mm. God speaks in the spirit. I'm not understanding you. Why? Because mm. you're trying to interpret it from the mind. Yes. So when you come and tell me, God
2: told me, mm. now I
1: think everybody mm. understands it is not in your mind. Exactly.
2: You don't wake up with a good scripture. No. And let me give you another scripture that we have Christianized. Mm-hmm. In other words, whenever I say the term Christianized, I mean, we have robbed it of his kingdom Mm. dynamic. Mm. Okay? Yeah. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they shall see God. You thought that was a scripture about being holy. And going to heaven. And going to heaven. Mm. In other words, why do you need to be pure in heart to see God? Yet, if you're saved, you will see God. Mm. Mm -hmm. Pure in heart means those whose hearts are not contaminated. Mm. Pure here Mm. means all that is in there is what God says. Mm. Then you will see. You know what? No eye has seen. Yes. You will see God. So you'll see God in so the earth. You're see, not talking yeah, about heaven. Listen. Listen. No man has seen God. Mm. The Bible said, not even the angels in heaven. Yes. They don't see God. They don't know where you will see him. Because you do not have the sight to see him. Mm-hmm. None of us has capacity. Yes. Physical or otherwise to see God. Okay. We only see. His works because of our limitation of yes, who we are. Yes. Okay. So when we say we are going to see God, it means you're going to see those things. So when, when, when the word is spoken, if your heart is pure, uncontaminated, mm. if your heart is not uh, full of other data, mm. you will see it. And that's what Paul says. But he has revealed it to us. Paul has the guts to say mm. it by his spirit. 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 Yes. What does that tell you? It tells you, and God wants to speak. He'll speak in your heart, but your heart must be in a state. So, that state
1: called pure Yes, is a state where you do not have data from Babylon, data from the kingdom. You're collecting data, and these data, they're all conflicting. So, when you're in a state of conflict, you cannot see God. What does that mean? Remember the Bible talking about he is the word. Even that word, you cannot explain it. You cannot see it. You cannot interpret it. You can't see God. Neither can you see him manifest in your life. Why you have too much data? Combination. Actually, you have the mix of, of uh, Genesis 11. Yes. that's the mix
2: you have. Exactly. You can't see That's God. why we are stuck. And not, not, this can explain to you why. Mm. There are times we supposedly hear the word. But we are unable to come to manifestation because we are rooting it the wrong way. Mm. Mm. This is the biggest problem. You see, in our mind, mm-hmm. we believe that first of all, we are supposed to hear yeah. something. Mm. Think about it. Mm. Finally come to a place of thinking it makes sense Mm -hmm. and then believe in it. You realize what you're being told is so radical, you can't root it that way. Mm. It will die in the process. Actually, the minute you try to bring sense in, you're like, okay, forget it. It will die in the process. This
1: cannot work. You're telling me I will have power to create wealth. Me now. Your mind tells you forget it. You kill it. I love that statement. You
2: kill it even before. It never (laughs) arrives. It doesn't arrive. God's intent is you believe it, Then you allow it to shape your thoughts and perspectives. Then you allow it to shape your actions. So it starts in the spirit. Yes. It doesn't start with actions. And I know people, we have done the weirdest of things in our church meetings. We've told you, if you believe God, come and do. Wrong start. Mm, You're starting with
1: actions. It will not bother you. You've not even believed. You've not even understood what you're doing. You've not even gone to a meditation. Exactly. It's not settled in your heart. It is in your mind. Yes. And that's why it's easy for me to say to someone... Mm. In five minutes mm. go and give this. Mm. Otherwise God will. That's a remedy dwelling in the mind. That thing will not produce. <laughs> it will not. It will not produce. It will produce for him. So you <laughs> Okay. Simple. So you are telling God in five minutes, God, can you fix this? It's like journey. God is in a hurry. Yes. I need to do this quickly, guys. Panic. God does not start with actions, not no. in the mind. By the time you're giving, by the time you're speaking, by the time you're moving, yes. by the time Abraham is going, it started in the heart. Exactly.
2: And it's I, not yeah. the action. So, how does God expect us to interact? Yeah. This is what it is. That's why you need to spend a lot of time convinced that God is God. Oh, yeah. You see, we think that our most Important activity is to believe the Bible.
1: Mm, to believe Guys, that it is written.
2: I am sorry. Oh. What you need to do is to believe the God of the Bible. Mm. Not the Bible. Because the Bible is going to take you through conflicts you have never seen. Mm. And if you did not know the author, you would not believe it. Oh, So if I know God...
1: Then and he tells me, "Go by the way of the wilderness." I will go. I will trust that he's taking me to the promised Thank land. You. But if I don't know him, I'll look at the wilderness and say, "Let me ask you, where is the water?" You see, here?
2: we we work in reverse. Mm-hmm. We want the credibility of what is said yes. versus the credibility of who said. Hmm. If I know who said it, this I is will the principle. I will step out. So, how do you journey into a truth? Hmm. First, you must journey and settle in your heart that one. God is who he says he is. Two, God is capable of doing what he says he will do. Yes. Three, God still speaks. Mm, That's important. He still speaks today. (laughs) He still speaks today. And when he says something today, he will do it. Mm. So we settle the God side. Okay. And now the battle is with our side mm. where if God says it the conflict is not the truth of that thing the conflict is my accepting that mm. truth mm. so if God says he will give the power to create wealth let us settle did God really say get listen have your conversation with the devil and finish yes <laughs> because the devil will always ask you did God really so say? settle it first so
1: you're saying that like we tell people in TCC the yeah. first thing settle it. if you walk into the kingdom is not to start checking the kingdom out and knowing Okay, wait how does this operate stop yes. Whose kingdom is yes. it? Go back to your father. Listen. That's the first part. Yeah. And then when you come to your father, you're not just knocking and say, by the way, father, I'm here. No, you yeah. say, Listen, the reason I'm going back to him is so that I can be restored one thing only. The ability yes. to hear him.
2: Now, listen carefully. The Bible says of Abraham. Yes. That Abraham believed God who promised. Mm. Abraham did not believe the promise, guys. He believed God. You can't believe the promise. It's too much.
1: Hmm. It's easier to believe God and say, wait, is this my father saying? <laughs> if my father tells me, my descendants will yeah. be like the stars of the sky. Yes. I can't believe that, my friend. Simple. It's not easy to believe You that. can't. I have to believe God. Yes. That listen, he's not a man that you exactly. should like. I know his word is forever yes. settled. Now, I believe God. When you look at the promise, you're like, okay, let me ask you. I'll hold a son at a time like this next year. I am Ab- Abraham. This is Sarah. Yes. We are done. Yeah. We cannot. World has said it. Science has said it. Everything that we know has said it. But you know what? When God says it, yep. we know that his word is true. Yes. It doesn't matter what else everybody else says. And that's
2: why when God would show up to Abraham, he had to introduce himself because there was no record. Hmm. But when God showed up with Isaac, he said, I'm the God of your father.
1: Yes. Go look at your father.
2: Thank you. Go see what I did. Check the journey. It's easier for you to look and say, listen, that's what I want. I am the God of your father. Wow. When he came to Jacob, he said, I'm the God of your father. I'm the God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob. Then he came to Israel, he said, I'm their God. Did you see their journey? Hmm. Did you see their walk? And that is where the Israel would say, the God of our, Our fathers, yes. Cause
1: Abraham, the, when I look at what he
2: did, I have a proof point <laughs> by which I believe this God.
1: And that is why we always say that the Bible was recorded for us. Yes. When I see what he has done in the Bible, it tells me, listen, this woman had no no doctor could deal with her problem exactly. for 12 years she walked she was bleeding that bleeding for 12 years caused her to be something else something different from what god created but yes. listen when the word of god comes and she says i will touch i will be healed that word is what we are saying when i see what he did
2: there that's why it's recorded for us and so this is the thing that's why we call abraham the father of faith yes he had no reference point hmm. Go to a
1: land, I will show you. Yeah. Who have you? That's ever what the Bible
2: heard. says. And Abraham believed God. <laughs> you don't hear it say Isaac believed God. <laughs> yes. No, Isaac believed in the God of his father. Hmm. But Abraham believed God. I he did. had, listen, that was the position. So listen, sometimes it's very important yeah? to position yourself in the lineage. Hmm. If you're Israel, please believe in the God of your forefathers. Hmm. If you're Jacob, believe in the God of your father hmm. and your grandfather. Hmm. If you're Isaac, believe in the God of your father. If God calls you as Abraham, you better believe him.
1: Hmm. There's a place where God says, "Listen, for you, you're Abraham, because believe what him. I'm about to do with you has never been has done. never been done." Thank now, you. like Abraham, we have to say the following day, he took his wife, his mm-hmm. maid servants, men servants, and his livestock, Timber. and he stepped out. That kind of belief, man, yes. you have to know who God is. Can you you have to come to a place of saying, "Listen, yes. I know Him." Can you imagine? And that is where sometimes for us we say TCC. You don't have to go looking for for. Evidence, you only need to do one thing yeah. stop all the promises, keep them aside, just mm-hmm. go and shelf them. Yes. all the promises you're going to create power to uh, you're going to get power to create wealth,
2: shelf that. Yeah. go back and know your father. Go back he? and know who is this God who is talking. Can about? he keep his word? Wow, can he keep his word? Do you know why you struggle mm. because you're used to people who don't keep their word?
1: Mm. So you are now from the mind, I'm your mind at has the said people
2: around me, yeah, and I know this one the mind. Keep. Who is this yes. that I've not seen? I grew up. From, a, from a, a biological father who yeah. never kept his word. Mm. So why should I believe in a God that I haven't seen who can't keep his word? There's a statement we make. There's something we always say.
1: And for us, yeah. I think it makes, it, it strengthens our faith. Yes. All right? When we say that God said, let there be. Mm-hmm. And there was light, my friend. He said, let the plants, let the fish. Look at all those things. But now when he says that for you, all oh, now you're coming to to, to him for yes. is the ability to get the the milk or the fish yes. from the supermarket to your house. Yes. You're finding that God, I need one month to fast so that I can have food in my house. God is telling you, I said with my word, pop, let there be. Yes. Now you're finding that God, that He might not be able to fulfill yes. their, uh, His word yeah. to get you to a place of you have plenty,
2: you have. You influence. can't. So your battle is not with the devil, people. Hmm. Your battle is you do not believe in God. I'll say that again. Yes. I know you think you believe in God. You don't believe in God. You (laughs) believe about God. You believe He exists. You believe He can. Yes. You believe He has done. Mm. So your God is historical. Mm. But you don't believe He will. You don't believe He will. For you. Present, continuous, (laughs) you don't believe. Mm. And here's the problem. So whenever you hear a word of God, you're trying to filter it through your processes Mm. that have failed you to date.
1: And that's why we say that when we talk about the power of words, your mouth cannot fool your heart. You cannot try to say good things. You know when you sit here and say, you know what, I've not done anything else, but the only thing I want to do, you guys, power of words, I want to speak. Your mouth cannot fool your mouth. But you know what? Your heart can control your mouth. If you can allow your heart to control your mouth, because what is in your heart is from the mouth of God. And that one, if you take it and speak it, it will uh, uh, control
2: your environment. True. Because believing in God is not a mind thing. Mm-hmm. Believing in God is not a soul thing. Believing in God is a heart thing. Hmm. See, so once your heart believes God, yes. then your perspectives are shaped by that belief. Hmm. Your mind filters using that perspective. Your words speak from that position. So, listen, faith is not speaking and hoping faith will come. Yes. Faith Is quietly meditating on who God is. Mm. By the time you're speaking.
1: Because all you're trying to do is build this uh, understanding, belief of who is God. Because if I can capture that, the rest works. That's it. Yeah. And of course, we say that the primary intent of the proceeding word, when we tell you about your instruction, we tell you this is what God has said. The primary intent of that proceeding word is to change your heart. Is to change your heart before it can manifest as power in your words. Hmm. The heart is what you're trying to change. Then that heart, whatever you're speaking, the words coming out of your heart, they have power. Yep. And they will change yes. your environment. They'll change who you are. Mm. They'll change your reality.
2: Yep. They'll change what you've seen. So talking about the yeah. heart, the soul, and the yes. mind, the heart can the soul, conclude yeah. for us. The heart, the soul, and the mind yeah? were meant to work together in response to a word from God. That's how they were designed. Yes. If you try to work them any other way, they yeah. won't. So whenever you receive an authentic, prophetic, or proceeding word, you should think about, meditate, mm. ponder it. Mm. What do you, are you trying to do? You are not doubting it. You are doubting yourself.
1: Yes. I like that.
2: <laughs> the word is true. Yes. Why do you meditate so that you can agree, settle that what the word has said is true? Yes. From that moment on. What is in your heart? Listen, you won't even have to wake up in the morning and try and see. You will see. It's your language now
1: Because your, heart, your, your language has changed Because whatever is in your heart yes. Is what comes out yeah. uh, out of your mouth yes. You cannot speak evil when you're full of good Neither yes. can you speak good when you're full of evil When you talk about the power of words We are simply saying listen Let your word be echoing what the words of God Let That's your it. words echo the words of God you, you can't go. live without the preceding word And talk about power of words Thank you for watching this episode of The Kingdom Conversations. The big question remains,
0: what have you heard? And what are you going to do about it? Keep tracking with us, like and follow us on our social media handles, the Cyrus community on Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube. You can send in your questions through Facebook or use the email on your screen. And as Micah44 says, may you be found seated under your vine and under your fig tree until our next episode keep it kingdom keep it pure